Hey guys, well I'm going to ask Sam this first. Yes. As we start our day here, do what is the first thing you do when you meet somebody new? Uh, depends on how cute she is. What you're this is assuming? Not about love. You're assuming it's the opposite sex before you even. It's got to yeah. be. It's always Marvin, about that. What's the first it? thing you do when you meet somebody? I mean, I, I greet them. I shake their hand. I try Boo. to remember their name. Nice. Okay. Good, Sam. Because I never remember that. Because especially if she's cute. Well, no. In, okay. Yeah. In that moment, it's all about the women. <laughs> in that moment, and that's I'm not the only one either because I know that's a thing. A, a lot yes. of people in in meeting someone, you're supposed to remember their name, but you that's one thing to. you just. You need to say their name. Yeah, you have to repeat. You need it to, to say their name to them for your own benefit. But people like it when you say their name to yes. them, also because it gives them like, "Wow, you're giving me a little validation right there well, that you just met me." It's even trickier when you're meeting more than one person at once. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. even in a group setting, yeah. it's like, "Oh my god, the four people! I, yeah. How am I ever going to do this?" Well, look, the reason I bring it up is um, I had this really lovely opportunity the other day to speak on a panel to a group of young women. These kids were, I say kids, these girls were ages 14 all the way up to 20. Uh And they were super interested in um, women in media, especially. I was on a panel of a bunch of different women in media, and they had a lot of good questions for me. And we ended up just telling stories. They asked a lot of good questions about advice. And when you meet people, how do you... How do you do this and that? And I realized I told them a story that I had learned, something that I had learned when I was their age. When I was a teenager, my mom sent me to like this class about modeling and manners and all this. And the lady at the top of the front of the class, this was my big takeaway, taught me that when you meet somebody for the first time, be the first one to extend your hand for a handshake. And I do that Mm -hmm. to this day, no matter who I meet, I'm the first one that sticks that hand out. Mm -hmm. And that's because she taught me that long ago when I was a teenager. Well, and you and know, so I extended that to the girls at the panel. That is awesome advice. And you it know is. why? Because most people, you know, in a social setting are already, you know, shy. A little. Or, 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 or concerned. You know right. what I mean? They're, they're concerned about how they appear. And so if you're the first to extend, you tend to break the ice and you right. open it up. You're it's welcoming. Also, it's a sign of leadership, too. Yeah, I don't mean it that I, way. I, I, I mean, mean it welcoming. You know who they say is one of the best uh, people ever at remembering names? Former President Clinton, Bill Clinton. Oh, of course. There are people, literally, he meets them once, can see them again 10 years later, and somehow recalls the name. I don't know what his word association (laughs) thing is. All part of his bag of charms right there. Boom. All right. Coming up um, next hour, excited about this. Um, More special, unique things that you have seen at weddings. We're just going to blow that up, okay? Because it's wedding season. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Yeah, first one of the morning. Not just a royal baby, but a Bond baby. Bond baby news next. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood outsider. Okay, you guys know who Rachel Weisz is? Oscar winning actress, Rachel Weisz. And she's expecting her first child with her husband, Daniel Craig. Hello. Oh, I didn't realize they were married. That means Bond baby. I know it's been all about royal baby, number three for William and Kate in these right. last couple of days, but Bond baby is on the way. So when they have a baby, do you think they make the announcement that way? His name is whatever. No. Something whatever. No. That's one movie role for Jimmy. him. Jimmy Craig. Or Craig Jimmy Craig. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Don't probably do that, not. Y'all. You know what? They Don't probably he probably really he realizes the world is going to call him like a mini 007, but he probably wants a little bit of distance from yeah. that franchise. Right, I do think that don't 
isn't it true that this next one he's going to do is the last one he's going to do? Again, yes. Hurts me in my heart, Daniel Craig. But excited for them. They've been together for a long time. By the way, they both have children from previous relationships. She has an 11-year-old son with with director Darren Aronofsky. Mm. Does that name ring a bell? No. He's the older director who dated Jennifer Lawrence recently. Yeah. Oh, ah. okay. And Daniel Did Craig. Did they break up because of Jennifer Lawrence? I don't know, but I don't know because Rachel so. Weiss has been with uh, Daniel Craig for a, for a long, long time. time. Okay, um, and Daniel Craig has a 25 year old daughter with his ex wife. Mm-hmm. So this is not the first child for either of them; just their first child together. together liking them a lot. I um, wanted to let you know that Michael J. Fox recently underwent spinal surgery. Did you hear this? No. His spokesperson said this is unrelated to his Parkinson's, but he's feeling great and looking forward to getting back on the golf course this summer. So Michael what was J. it Fox. about? If it's not this. Parkinson's. Spinal, just huh. spinal cord issues, and that's all that they kind of wanted to release. Okay. And John Bon Jovi, in my heart and on the lips recently for that induction speech for when he got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with his band. It's my life. Which actually was, even though it was long, it was a good speech. We, we, we just Did you made see the time the other night. night. I have not. We you made should, the time the other night. You should watch it because it's like a little mini bio of his story. And I'm yeah. like, wow. Tells the whole story of the band. It was so great. You know HBO is going to edit it up. Do you know he's also in the wine business? No. He loves wine. He says it's the only thing he ever drinks. And he got very involved in the making of this wine. He says it's almost like producing a record. One little change changes the taste. Right. Just like one little decibel in a studio changes the sound of a song. Mm-hmm. It's called Hampton Water, his wine, and he's been involved. It goes for about 20 bucks a bottle. Mm. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, so I'm going to help Jody kickstart a hobby before Mother's Day. Yay. Jody's looking for an early Mother's Day gift. This is not that she's asking me about oh. this, but <laughs> you know, Jody tries to figure out every Mother's Day something that she can do that's just her. Not on Mother's Day itself, right. but the Saturday, take it, go do whatever you want. Oh, I'm still doing that. And so, you know, this year she wants to get back into hobby, which is photography. Which, by the way, you were great at before I met you. Uh-huh. You were doing photography, and when I, when I didn't meet you, you showed me some of your portfolio, and I'm like, wow. Oh. The lightning strikes and you know some. You I was were into really black and white it. photography I was, mostly. I was back ask then. that. Yeah. Um. I just Murphy's the one with the good camera. All mm-hmm. I do is shoot stuff with my phone. And I thought the other day, I really want to do this again, but I don't want to do it with just my phone. So, and I really want to start with our dogs because that's what I take pictures of the most. Oh, and our beardies, our bearded dragons. And I say that because. The kids are not going to behave for me to take pictures of them. Right. They're going to make faces. Anytime they know I'm shooting pictures, that's what I get. Yeah, but that's, that's their some, job. That's some of the best pictures. Some of the best pictures I've taken of my kids are when they're acting goofy. I know this. And I love candids. That's yeah. what I want of them, too. I want to be the sneaky mom who gets candids uh-huh. and not these self-posed things. Mm-hmm. But I really know that I'm going to have to start. As soon as I break the camera out, and Murphy, you, you ordered the battery Yeah, let's not battery use the term coming. break. Oh, as soon as I bust it out. No, that's not a good term either. As soon as I grab it and start shooting again, they're going to be ultra aware. So I need to let them relax. So I'm definitely starting with the dogs as my subjects. They're some of my favorite subjects anyway. Oh, the bearded dragons do sound fun. They are. Well, it's wonderful you say that I've got the quote-unquote good camera, but it's old. I've had this camera for almost 12 years now, so it's not the latest technology, even though it's digital. I don't want Um, the latest. I don't need the latest. I just want to play and dabble in that artistic side of me that Mm -hmm. likes to get cool angles and cool shots. It's been sitting for so long, Sam, the batteries went dead and they don't recharge anymore. Oh. 
But I went on Amazon and I can get two for nineteen bucks. Hey, that's cheaper than buying a camera. Already costing money. They're on the way though, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I do still plan, and dads and kids know this. One of the things that I've loved every year for Mother's Day is taking a Saturday, usually the Saturday before Mother's Day, and just going and doing whatever. Mm. You know, allow the lady, the mom in your life to do that if you can. Just let her have a day to go and where nobody needs her. Yeah, that's that break refresher, don't have to be mom. Yeah, and then all everybody all be together on Mother's Day. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Hey, Jody, you know how we were talking about uh, guys putting their foot in their mouth when their wives are having a baby in the delivery room? Yeah. Um, and I told you my dad's story about talking about peanut butter pie recipes. When your ex-wife couldn't eat anything. Well, I happen to have that recipe coming up next Woo. for you. All right, Sam, you brought a recipe today. Do tell. I sure did. I brought the, uh, well, I guess at this point, the infamous peanut butter pie res- uh, recipe from my dad. Okay. So this is the one he kept talking about when your one of your ex-wives was in labor? Yeah, when Jackson's was being born. Yeah. And, you know, the whole family's gathered gathered in the delivery room. Um, and we're all just talking about how and wonderful it is. And she's having contractions. she's having contractions, and it's the typical. And this is where he puts his foot in his mouth and just starts talking about this great peanut butter pie recipe he has. Maybe and he was trying to distract her. No. Uh, he wasn't really talking to her. He was just talking to whoever was ta- standing around him, which happened uh. to be me and... Uh, uh, I think her parents. Okay. And it was like, you do that nice, yeah, okay, okay, Thanks, Dad. Thanks, well, Dad. But then he kept it up, and he kept it up, and it was like, okay. Uh, so I reached out to my mom, and I said, do you, do you have that recipe? And she goes, oh, yeah. That's in uh, that's in the Gump cookbook, and the Gump cookbook is- Is it what I think it is? She, no, she she works at a uh, at a daycare, the Gretna United Methodist preschool oh uh, you Gee, said gump. Oh, see, I, thought I thought you thought the movie yeah right. well, she yeah, always she says gump. the gump this and the gump that and i have to translate in my head what is gump. she talking about got it. Or, got it or tom hanks anyway that's what it that's where it was and so she sent it to me and it's real simple uh, it's a chocolate graham cracker crust and you mix together cream cheese peanut butter and cool powder whip? sugar and cool whip i knew it there's oh, no yeah. bacon here i we, knew it known that. who somebody's made that one in your family before Jimmy. yeah that is easy and yeah. wait it's Good. It is good, you, remember. Yeah. Uh, you mix together some separate Cool Whip powdered sugar and like whatever you want to put on top of it. M&M's, sprinkles, yeah, however. you want. Then and you, you refrigerate can, it. I'm, I'm going to throw this in too. I'm going to add this to your dad's recipe. Once you slice it and plate it, you should drizzle chocolate sauce on it. Ew. What? Yeah, dad didn't get that fancy. Or at least I tuned him out by that point. That's you know, good. They, Thank you for that, Sam. This, this sounds good enough to discuss in a labor and delivery room. It really. is. That's delivery room <laughs> well, pie right there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll put it on the Facebook page for you and at murphysamandjody.com. You can go get that recipe. Um, we would like to have some of that this week, Sam, if you'd uh, like to okay. um, you know, whip it up. Sure, whip it up and we can talk about when Jackson was born. <laughs> Call or text us. 877-310-4MSJ. Uh, and Michelle standing by. We're going to come to you next, Michelle. She had something similar happen while she was in labor, Jody. All right, things not to say in a labor and delivery room go. to a lady. Yeah, go. Um, well, really, most of this stuff is food related, apparently. <laughs> It some some seems like it is because you're not you know you're not able to eat and you're there for hours and I get that you know just like when I walked in with the Snickers bar when Jody was in labor with our oldest Taylor <laughs> and then like when your dad walked in when Jackson was yeah he just kept going on about born. the peanut butter pie he made yeah so eight seven seven three one zero four six seven five what was said when you were in labor and delivery so what happened to you Michelle 
so so rule number one you never anger a pregnant woman or a woman who has just given birth <laughs> that is true um truth we were going to name my child after my mother-in-law and when i had the baby and i gave her to my mother-in-law and we said well we're gonna name her after you she's like oh i just had a cousin that did that and it was like <laughs> never mind then <laughs> wow oh wait wait she said it kind of like oh wonderful or oh I, it's already been done yeah. thanks it's already been done wow oh. she was very nonchalant about it and she might have been like odd but to me, right. the woman who just gave birth, yeah, I heard, oh, well, I already had that happen. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. You are ultra sensitive <laughs> at that time. And for, I, th- I totally. say, months after. So what did you do? We gave her a different name. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, And did you ever get asked later on why you gave her a different name? You know what? I she she uh, is not with us anymore. She she oh. passed away quite a bit ago. Yeah, and uh, you know, part of me kind of regrets it, and part of me never really had the closure to talk to her about it. Oh, I but hate that. At the same time, yeah. I'm not even married to him anymore, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. That's well, funny. you know what? At least it was the mother-in-law and not the dad. Yeah. Saying stuff to you in the yeah. in the delivery room. <laughs> yep. Well, look, thank you for calling, Michelle. <laughs> thank you. All right, have a good one. Good luck. I love your show. Well, thank you. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So that new royal baby is not the only new famous baby in the world this morning. Dwayne The Rock Johnson announced yesterday that he and his longtime girlfriend had a new baby girl. Yeah, I saw the pictures. Did you? Yeah, gorgeous, beautiful picture of him holding a brand new baby which is such a gorgeous picture because he's he's just this big he's masculine right it was and this is tiny that, fragile I baby know. girl it was just like the baby is swallowed up by the size of his the chest contrast of that is just beautiful and he shared that on instagram he wrote skin to skin our manna blessed and proud to bring another strong girl into the world and he goes on to announce her name is tiana yeah. gia johnson beautiful and he says she came into the world like a force of nature and mama, where he hashtagged his longtime girlfriend, Lauren, labored and delivered like a true rock star. <laughs> um, so, you know, he's got three girls now. He's a 16-year-old daughter from a previous relationship. And then he has a two-year-old daughter, Jasmine. Hmm. I like those names. Yeah. Jasmine and Tiana. He's got a couple of Disney names in there. That's what I was thinking. It's like, wait uh, a second. I've heard these. Maybe it's just names that mean, mean something. Speaking of the royal baby, of course, uh, this baby boy is home already at the palace after William and Kate debuted him out, out on the steps of the hospital, which is what they do. Do you find that kind of quick? I do, but realize most royal babies are born at home in the palace. Oh, that's true. And then Diana had William and Harry at the hospital, and Kate has followed suit. You right. know, I guess it's her choice. Um, but I guess it's a royal thing to hurry up and bring get him home. home to the palace with probably enough staff oh, yeah. where it's just as great or better than any hospital in the world. Mm-hmm. Now, um, this baby has not been officially named yet, but all the bets are it's going to be Albert. That's Albert. the one that's in the running. It's one of those royal names that hasn't been used in a while. Or mm-hmm. Philip. Just or no, f- no Charles, huh? You know, Charles is not in the running, and I don't know why. 
I just don't know exactly why oh, yet. Well. Okay, and also, not that it's Hollywood, but we're all, we all are watching closely uh, for news about George H.W. Bush, who is in intensive care, who is responding yeah, well to his treatments, but was brought to the hospital a day after his wife, Barbara Bush's funeral. Um, an infection mm-hmm. in his blood. It seems dangerous because of his age and, you know, right. what else. It's like, it can be life-threatening. So everybody's watching that, and we'll continue to watch it for you all morning. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider at 7.55, Quentin Tarantino gets everybody excited at CinemaCon last night about Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio together in one of his movies. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, coming up later just before 8, Murphy had more fun with a drill the other day than I've seen him have you know, in a long time. And this was a borrowed drill from a best bud. Just playing with it or doing uh, stuff? He, he'll tell you all about it. He yeah. will brag to you all about that later, yeah. Sam. Clearly doesn't take much to keep me occupied. Yay! <laughs> my, uh, my son Jackson, who is uh, 14 now, he kind of mm-hmm. dropped a uh, bombshell on his mom and I telling when he, he was doing something the other day, mm-hmm. writing his name on a piece of paper. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because he needed his signature and he was taking forever doing it and then I kind of was like, wow, why did it take so long? He goes, right. And he, he wound up telling us they don't teach, teach cursive anymore in school. Okay. Now, yeah. that's his school. That doesn't mean it's that's all schools. not school. all schools. But he said that the school he had gone to up until fourth grade, they used to teach it, but he said ever since then, he's never had anybody teach it. And I was like, really? Because I, I just assume they still yeah. taught kids how to do cursive. And I look back on some of the kids' work, and sure enough, a lot of the stuff they, they're doing is printed. It's hand, yes. is printed out. Yeah. And Jackson was proud of it because he said, well, you know, I can read cursive. Like, <laughs> like it's a second language? Yeah, right. but because he knows how to write it, he knows how to read it, too. And I was like, yeah. man, I just, I, just, I just always, cursive is one of those things I just always thought this, there's a debate. There's a debate going on in our time about this. But why get rid of it? I, I don't. Why not teach? It? I don't want to get rid of it. I think it's beautiful. I think it is one thing that is truly unique to you, like your fingerprint, yeah. like your voice, your cursive handwriting. But think about how often your your child even writes anything. Everything is typed. Everything is computer. Everything is digital. But they still are going to need to learn. You know, to do it at I some agree. point. But you know. I'm probably I'm the living example of why they probably don't teach it in all schools anymore. Is why, I wrote, I, because I write in a combination of cursive and, and letters. Uh-huh. And it's you need more, more, it's more teaching. No, it's more. No, I never liked cursive. Was never fast enough for me. Yeah, I write mm-hmm. faster by by writing in printed letters. That's weird. It's, I write faster in cursive because no. everything's connected. What Murphy's saying is true. I write much faster printing. Really? I whip it out there. Whenever mm-hmm. I have to do cursive, I have to think about where the loop goes you, and all that and stuff. And mine's kind of that's blended odd. anyway. I mean, I don't use most of the cursive letters. So, I mean, I, maybe that's part of it. There's probably an educator that can give us a good mm-hmm. you know, of take course. on this. I mean, I'm sure there's there's a, a, a decent argument on both sides, but I think it's beautiful. It does and look pretty. It is. You're going to need to sign your name mm-hmm. on some very serious documents one day. Hey, the Declaration of Independence. Come yeah. on. Although probably 99% of the signatures in America are not legible anyway. Yeah. yeah. Especially yours, Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up, Sam has music news. I'll let you know how you could own a very special pair of Michael Jackson's dancing shoes. Sam's got music news. Have I got a deal for you. You can now own the shoes that Michael Jackson wore when he debuted the moonwalk on us. Jeans, 
So the, at the Grammy Awards? No, this was the 25th anniversary of Motown, the TV special. Oh, is that where he debuted? Yeah, that? when he moonwalk? did the, the moonwalk. Yeah, I thought um, it was a Grammy Awards show for some reason. I guess he may have debuted it at the Motown thing, and then the rest of the world who didn't see the Motown thing saw it at the Grammys. Okay. That was the big Billie Jean dancing performance. Yeah. Yes. He uh, signed the shoes, Motown 25, Michael Jackson. Uh, and now they're up for auction. And this That's so weird. He finds them. He doesn't just take them home and put them in his closet. I don't understand it. I, I don't know. Maybe I don't well, he didn't. It. He didn't think at the time. Maybe yeah, that was that's right. Yeah, just what he did. He danced. It didn't. He didn't know it was going to become the world. You uh, know, he hoped it would. And he was right. They're up for auction with a bunch of other stuff. But what gets me is the the the, the opening bid is only ten thousand dollars. It just seems in rock and roll memorabilia, yeah, something like that would be much more you well know, nobody well they're not gonna take 10 they have well, to open it at 10 uh, you know usually those how that goes start a million bucks or something well are, uh, is the billy jean video the one where he's dancing on the lit dance yes. floor yeah so yeah. maybe if there were shoes from that i don't know, I don't know. Uh, that's true. Uh, these yeah. are these are impressive shoes yeah so anyway okay. that's auctions coming up next month although they, they are just shoes you know how i am about memorabilia it's just a pair of shoes. Well, it's like even at a low bid, as Sam calls it, it's still ten thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be in for on a this pair one. of shoes. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, coming up next Monday, you know what day it is? It's gonna be May. Boom, hey, boom. it's gonna be May. Well, the day after that will be May. Get ready for the meme overload, huh? Uh, yeah. Next Monday is when the NSYNC is having their star debut on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, cool. And so to coincide with that, later this week and through next week, they're opening up a dirty pop-up store in LA. Oh, cool. Uh, in it. which you can buy dirty official. Pop. Brand new official NSYNC merchandise is going to have like a little mini museum too. It's going to be like cool. uh, wardrobe stuff and props and artwork that they had throughout their career. They were so fun. I don't even know how long they were together. It was such a short span of time, but they were so fun. They that were was, my favorite of those b- bands. That was a fun concert. I went and saw them in concert oh. with uh, yeah. Sammy and Will. Oh, nice. Uh, and one of my exes. And that was actually, you know, for a grown man, that was a fun concert. <laughs> anyway, they're going to be uh, getting the Hollywood Walk of Fame star next Monday. Still talk that all of them are going to be there. We're hoping that uh, Justin shows up for this one. Absolutely. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. All right, coming up next, guys, your email answered in our producer's mailbag on those special and unique things that you have seen recently at weddings. Now we're still counting down here just a few weeks, what, about two and a half weeks until Bailey, producer Bailey graduates, and Mm -hmm. and we'll actually have him here during... While the show's actually going Yay. on. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. We're, wait, we're ready for you, Bailey. But we've got the mailbag under control while he's out. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, the producer's mailbag. Yeah, we asked on our Facebook page, what is the most special and unique thing you have seen recently at a wedding? And these answers coming in are so lovely. Okay. Too lovely. Okay, here's one of my favorites, favorites I've ever seen from Caitlin on our Facebook page. A unity ceremony between a man, a woman, and her son that doubled beautifully as a sending off ceremony because the son left for deployment the next day. Wow. I didn't even know them. She says, I worked as the photographer and I was bawling. (laughs) Caitlin, that is lovely too. I would have been crying for that. I told you that when when I go to a wedding, sometimes I'm not even thinking... Of I'm thinking about getting there on time. You know, is my are my clothes? What is, food are they serving? Right. What's right? Do the kids have what they need? Did I bring my camera? Is the phone turned off? And then the the ceremony starts, and I'm just, and I usually get emotional, mm-hmm. hopeful. I don't know. It's lovely. You usually hear sniffles in the background. Yeah, yeah you do. Especially when people are reading their own vows back to back and forth oh. to each other. 
Yes, killer. Okay, so that was from Caitlin. So thank you for that. Shelly says, I made a bouquet for a friend of mine and that was, that was in four parts. It was the throwaway one. Mm-hmm. So when she tossed it, four people got little bits of a bouquet instead oh. of one bigger one. When she held it, though, it looked like a single bouquet. Oh, that's inventive. Wait, that's so cool. wait, but why would you do four? So if more people get to catch something. So that four people will be the next to get married? Well, well yeah. And you know how next that gets to get you. Married. Throw one and there's a scuffle. That's and- a whole, I mean... That's not necessarily the next person to get married. That's all old, yeah. you know, wives' tale stuff. So why not let more than one peep, one person catch it? Yeah. That's cool. I think that's kind of cool and exciting and right. unexpected for everybody yeah. that's there waiting. Well, yeah, when it goes four different ways. Yeah. 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 It I caught, broke! I caught yeah. a couple of bouquets when I was younger. And I was not the next person to get married. So see? Yeah. Took me a little longer. All right, Shelly, thank you for that. Caitlin, love it. Reach out to us anytime on Facebook or Instagram. Give us a call. 877-310-4675. Coming up next, Marlena is hanging on. Jody, her son got married. Mm-hmm. Had two really cool things happen at his wedding. So what are the most special and unique things you've seen recently at weddings? Because brides are brides and grooms are doing mm-hmm. some really cool things. Uh, you know, old rules out the window. 877-310-4MSJ. What you got, Marlena? This was after the wedding, mm-hmm. and I just thought it was the neatest thing. And this actually was at my son's wedding two weeks ago in Charleston. Mm-hmm. And um, they, she had taken an old window. It was already distressed. She didn't have to do anything with that part. But mm-hmm. the inside, the glass part, she painted with that chalk stuff, the black stuff that, it, that people could write on that. Oh, the chalkboard mm-hmm. paint. Right. Right. Like, yeah, exactly, with markers and stuff. And so they can have it hanging in their house all the time. Oh, cool. I thought that was really cool. And then, and then they got a Jenga game that had blank Jengas. Mm-hmm. And she had a little frame, and it said, um, you know, please sign our, our window. You know, we'd like to remember the memories and at the bottom it said um please put your best wedding advice on a block of jenga hmm. and i thought that was and this was this is my daughter-in-law that did this and i thought it was really awesome it was so like, was it a big jenga oh, game like the big ones it has yes, to be it, it, hmm. a regular jenga game except that it had blank pieces right i bet everybody did it too and they did. Yes, everybody did it. That's super cool. <laughs> they, they, mean, can, they can play wedding advice Jenga anytime they want. Yeah, and then when you pull out the exactly. wrong piece, the wedding collapses. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hopefully not the marriage. Hopefully not the marriage. <laughs> Hopefully not the marriage. That's exactly right. Sweet. Well, great talking to you. Well, thank you guys for thank you guys for including me in the show today. And you guys have a great day. Thank you, Marlena. We appreciate the call. 877-310-4MSJ for the most unique things you have seen at any wedding. Um, coming up next, Sam can't wait to tell you about uh, Murphy okay. borrowing a drill, the kind that he never knew existed, and having so much fun and home improvement with it. <laughs> when you get a chance today, go like our Facebook page so that you uh, get a notification when we go Facebook Live and get notified for new posts and all that. Just That way we get to hang out all day today, together, you know what I mean? Um, You know... Murphy did this home improvement project the other day, and I was so glad that he, you fi- you were finally able to do it because it's something we needed fixed. Yeah. Okay, so you know, you've been to our house, Sam. Between uh-huh. the living room area and the kitchen area, there's like a bar. Right. That sort of separates those rooms. And above that bar... Some would call that a wet bar, but we don't have alcohol in the house, so it's, it's a pretty dry a bar. It's bar. Yeah. It used to be a wet bar. Now it's just, hey, I have fruit on it yeah. and candles and so stuff like that. it's a fruit that. bar. It's yes. a fruit bar. Oh, and your diffuser's on it. Mm. Okay, so on above My it, diffuser. Yeah. yeah. Hold that down there, Jody. <laughs> I, 
above it, it it's cabinets. Isn't that where you have the clock attached? Yes, yeah. you have the okay. clock, but also yeah. underneath the cabinets are little lights. Is yeah. it four? Four lights? Yeah, they call those little puck lights, you know, they're because yeah, they're, they're the size of, like hockey pucks. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so the lights had gone out. Because there was a switch problem or something like that. That's the easiest way to describe it. Yeah. yeah okay. So you have to know, I Murphy. Can, I can start explaining the transformer issue if you want. When you start explaining stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. I don't really let it sink in because I, I just want to, it no. fixed, and I don't care about elect, you know, electronics and electricity. You don't care and why? Things. Just I don't, fix it. I don't. Yeah. This particular project was huge, pro- huge problem for me because I could not. No matter what I did, I could not get this thing to work and, and be fixed. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm a reasonable do-it-yourselfer. And look, when it's in over my head especially with electrical i'm always cool with you know right. hiring somebody to come do that but this was just That's a simple replacement sometimes. the problem is the way these were built in to the cabinets it's a very small space without cutting and leaving a hole and the standard things that i would buy that it would actually fix the light the transformer wouldn't fit up in the hole right and i wanted to do it by code so that it was safe yeah you know? i don't want to stick something up there wrapped in electrical tape and go all right hey johnny they're working look yeah try the switch now <laughs> so he called his friend Randy, who's an electrician. Uh-huh. Well, no, he's actually a cabinet maker, but he does know his electrical very well. Okay. But well, so he's, he does know well. His experience is in, in woodwork, and he right. was the one that walked me through, and he said, well, if you drill the hole here, meaning on the top, you know, then you can fish the wires through, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wow, yeah, why didn't I think of that? Uh-huh. Great idea. Thank you. But the space that I needed to drill in was very narrow and it's like i don't i can't fit a drill in there to drill this hole you're talking about right he said well you can just borrow my right angle drill i'm like what, what? a right angle drill yeah it's a flat drill and it, and, and and the actual drill point part it's a right points, angle points down oh, so cool. you can get it in small spaces and yeah. sure enough he drill was, the hole fix the problem boom lights work again. the same way didn't Sam. know they made such a cool, thing cool 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 need to buy one even though i don't need that's it. that's right no and you don't need it again and if you needed it again you could borrow randy's yeah but yeah all excitement <laughs> about the fact that this thing exists yeah Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So last night, we're going to take you to Las Vegas first. Quentin Tarantino did a surprise visit at something called CinemaCon, which is not the same thing as Comic-Con. Right. This is all movies. Not the same thing as AnimeCon. Right. It's like theater owners. It's CinemaCon. Okay. It's, it's, It's a... Convention for movie making, mm-hmm. though. So he's on stage there, and he's excited to kind of talk about publi- publicly for the first time this new project he's working on called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's a big deal for a lot of reasons. Number one, this is the first time we've heard from Quentin Tarantino in quite a while since mm-hmm. since it was, oh, Harvey Weinstein's uh, uh, yeah, uh, not, not the greatest dude and... You know, Quentin Tarantino has worked with him an awful lot. So the world's kind of, work, you know, concern has that question right. mark about Quentin. I think he bankrolled a lot of Quentin's movies. He did. That doesn't make Quentin guilty of that behavior by right. association, though. So anyway, Once, a, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is the movie he is bringing to the big screen next. And he's about to start working on it. And it's big screen time and a duo of Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Wow. And he even said on the stage that this is the most exciting duo since Robert Redford and Paul Newman. And I'm thinking, hmm, now see, perhaps. He's worked with both of them before in separate movies. Yeah. So this is going to be interesting. And I like that the title. Do we have any idea what that is? Because that almost sounds like fantasy. It won't be fantasy, but it'll be his take on some real yeah, events. I guess with him, it's not going to be nice. The title is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's going to be set... During that time in Hollywood mm-hmm. um, with Manson and Sharon Tate, oh, remember? This is that movie. Right, that's that movie. So the guys, Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio, will play guys, men who were like neighbors of Sharon Tate. Gotcha. So maybe you'll get a 
Quentin Tarantino type view of that story. Right. Look for it at the end of next summer, 2019. Also, this is not Hollywood, but we're all keeping an eye and watching for you. Uh, former President George H.W. Bush, of course, in the hospital, right. admitted a day after um, his wife, Barbara Bush, her funeral, mm-hmm. he's had an infection that spread to his blood. And given his age and his other medical issues, that sounds really dangerous. Although we're told that he's responding well to Good. the treatment, but still in intensive care. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up in your next Outsider at 830 this morning, that royal baby is not the only brand new famous baby in the world. Uh, big announcement from a Hollywood heartthrob. Getting you started. Coming up um, in just a little bit... I was able to share a little lesson that I had learned when I was a teenage girl Mm -hmm. with a group of teenage girls just the other day. And I loved that opportunity. So uh, the lesson, we'll share it with you coming up. Cool. Um, So yesterday I'm in the kitchen and somebody says, wow, how much much tea do you have in that box? I was making a a, a glass of green tea, hot Uh green tea. Here at work? Yeah. Okay. And like what? Who? Who? Somebody said something to you at our house. That's what I was wondering, Murph. Oh no, no, no! I don't drink. drink oh, you're thinking I just drink tea at night? No, it's not that. I drink green tea during the daytime. Yes. It's a new habit that I've tried to create because it's good for you. A, it's good for you, um, but it also has some weight loss properties to it. Uh. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's caffeine related or what, but anyway. So a good friend of mine decided if I was going to start and really stick to a green tea regimen, mm-hmm. just one cup a day. That's it. Then I needed a box of 365 green bags teas. of green tea. That's so cool. Yeah. And so that's what I've got. And it was, but it's, it's really funny because it's an attention getter every time I open it. I realize I'm like, it almost makes me self conscious, you know? Well, it's day number 17. Wait, you, you know? bring the whole big box into the work kitchen? Well, Why don't you just bring I think a tea that's bag my mistake. in? I should probably just walk in with the tea bag instead of the entire box of tea. <laughs> you are such a hot mess. Let me whip this out. Yeah, I think maybe that's the problem. I think Jody. the whole point of tea bags is take the tea bag into the kitchen and then you won't have to explain the huge box. Yep. So. So a good point, and that's what I will start doing today. Just just the, the lone uh, bag. I do. We do have friends who are, who swear by green tea. Like I drink it every once in a great I while. Do too. I like it a lot, but I have friends who swear by drinking it every day. It helps your metabolism and everything, mm-hmm. digestive system, and all that good stuff. Yeah, well, Dr. that's Oz why I have a box too. of three hundred sixty-five bags. Have you felt any better? I guess. I can't tell. It's only day 17, Boom. Sam. Yeah, Got give him some box time, to Sam. Give him some time. Coming up with Murphy's Sam and Jody. I'm going to share with you the uh, peanut butter pie recipe that almost got my dad kicked out of the hospital. Oh, but yay. Yeah. All right, Sam, you brought a recipe today. Do tell. I sure did. I brought the, uh, well, I guess at this point, the infamous peanut butter pie res- uh, recipe from my dad. Okay. Oh, this is the one he kept talking about when your one of your ex wives was in labor. Yeah, when Jackson's was being born. Yeah, and, you know, the whole family's gathered gathered in the delivery room, um, and we're all just talking about how and wonderful she's having been. contractions. And she's having contractions, and it's the typical. And this is where he puts his foot in his mouth and just starts talking about this great peanut butter pie recipe he has. Maybe and he was trying to distract her. No. Uh, he wasn't really talking to her. He was just talking to whoever was ta- standing around him, which happened uh, to be me and uh, uh, I think her parents. Okay. And it was like, you do that nice, yeah, okay, okay, Thanks, Dad. Thanks, well, Dad. But then he kept it up, and he kept it up, and it was like, okay. Uh, so I reached out to my mom, and I said, do you, do you have that recipe? And she goes, oh, yeah. That's in, uh, that's in the Gump cookbook, and the Gump cookbook is- Is it what I think it is? She, no, she she works at a, uh, at a daycare, the Gretna United Methodist- 
preschool. Oh, uh, you she said gump. Oh, see, I, I thought you thought the movie. Yeah, right. well, she yeah, always she says gump. Gump. the gump this and the gump that, and I have to translate in my head. What is gump. she talking about? Got it. Or, Got it. Or Tom Hanks. Anyway, that's what it. That's where it was, and so she sent it to me, and it's real simple. Uh, it's a chocolate graham cracker crust, and you mix together cream cheese, peanut butter, and cool powder sugar, and Cool Whip. I knew it. There's oh, no yeah. bacon here. We, I knew we've it. Known that. Who, somebody's made that one in your family before, Judy. Yeah, that is easy and yeah. wait. It's good. It is good. Then, remember, yeah. uh, you mix together some separate Cool Whip, powdered sugar, and like whatever you want to put on top of it. M and M's, sprinkles, yeah, however. anything you want. Then and you refrigerate can, it. I'm, I'm going to throw this in too. I'm going to add this to your dad's recipe. Once you slice it and plate it. You should drizzle chocolate sauce on it. Ew. What? Yeah, Dad didn't get that fancy. Or at least I tuned him out by that point. That's you know, good. Thank you for that, Sam. This, this sounds good enough to discuss in a labor and delivery room. It really. is. That's <laughs> delivery room well, well, right there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll put it on the Facebook page for you and at murphysamandjody.com. You can go get that recipe. Um, we would like to have some of that this week, Sam, if you'd uh, like to okay. um, you know, whip it up. Sure, whip it up and we can talk about when Jackson was born. <laughs> Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. This is too exciting. I was able to teach some young girls a lesson I learned when I was a young girl, and I hope that it will serve them well mm-hmm. as it does me. I'll tell you about it next. Hey guys, well, I'm going to ask Sam this first. Yes. As we start our day here, do what is the first thing you do when you meet somebody new? Uh, depends on how cute she is. What you're this is assuming? Not about love. You're assuming it's the opposite sex before you even. It's got to yeah. be. It's always Murphy, about that. What's the first thing you do when you meet somebody? I mean, I, I greet them. I shake their hand. I try Ooh. to remember their name. Nice. Okay. Good, Sam. Because I never remember that. Because especially if she's cute. Well, no. In, okay. Yeah. In that moment, <laughs> this is all about the women. <laughs> in that moment, and that's I'm not the only one either because I know that's a thing. A, a lot yes. of people in in meeting someone, you're supposed to remember their name, but you that's one thing to. you just. You need to say their name. Yeah, you have to repeat. You need it to, to say their name to them for your own benefit. But people like it when you say their name to yes. them, also because it gives them like, wow, you're giving me a little validation right there well, that you just met me. It's even trickier when you're meeting more than one person at once. Yeah. you know what I mean. It's yeah. even in a group setting, yeah. it's like, oh my god, the four people. I, <sighs> yeah. How am I ever going to do this? Well, look, the reason I bring it up is um, I had this really lovely opportunity the other day to speak on a panel to a group of young women. These kids were, I say kids, these girls were ages 14 all the way up to 20. Mm -hmm. And they were super interested in um, women in media, especially. I was on a panel of a bunch of different women in media, and they had a lot of good questions for me. And we ended up just telling stories. They asked a lot of good questions about advice. And when you meet people, how do you... How do you do this and that? And I realized I told them a story that I had learned, something that I had learned when I was their age. When I was a teenager, my mom sent me to like this class about modeling and manners and all this. And the lady at the top of the front of the class, this was my big takeaway, taught me that when you meet somebody for the first time, be the first one to extend your hand for a handshake. And I do that Mm -hmm. to this day, no matter who I meet, I'm the first one that sticks that hand out. Mm -hmm. And that's because she taught me that long ago when I was a teenager. Well, and you and know, so I extended that to the girls at the panel. That is awesome advice. And you know it why? Is. Because most people, you know, in a social setting are already, you know, shy. A little. Or, 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 or concerned. You know right. what I mean? They're, they're concerned about how they appear. And so if you're the first to extend, you tend to break the ice and you right. open it up. You're it's welcoming. Also, it's a sign of leadership, too. Yeah, I don't mean it that I way. Know, I mean, I mean it, it welcoming. You know who they say is one of the best uh, people ever at remembering names? 
former President Clinton, Bill Clinton. Oh, of course. Oh. Yeah, he, he, there are people, literally, he meets them once, can see them again Man. 10 years later, and somehow recalls the name. I don't know what his word association <sighs> thing is. All part of his it's magic. It's bag charisma. of charms yeah. right there. Boom. Yeah. All right. Coming up um, next hour, excited about this. Um, more special, unique things that you have seen at weddings. We're just going to blow that up, okay? Because it's wedding season. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Yeah, first one of the morning. Not just the royal baby, but a Bond baby. Bond baby news next. Jody's Hollywood outsider. That famous royal baby boy is not the only famous baby born yesterday. Mm-mm. Dwayne the Rock Johnson announced to the world that his longtime girlfriend Lauren gave birth to another baby girl, and wow. he announced it on Instagram with this incredible picture. I know that was gorgeous. It's him. His his, his chest, mountainous is just chest, so huge, and the baby's so small. And doing that skin to skin contact, which we all know what that is, and it's good for the babies. And he. Posted that picture, skin to skin, our manna, blessed and proud to bring another strong girl into this world. Um, and so this is his third daughter. Yeah. He has an older daughter. She's 16. Her name is Simone. They have a two-year-old daughter named Jasmine, you know, the one that was rushed to the hospital recently, mm-hmm. uh, but is okay. Totally just a little accident. And now this baby girl is Tiana Gia Johnson. Pretty name. A lot of baby girls for Dwayne. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. So it's possible when you go to your favorite coffee shop pretty soon, you may not have to uh, use stirrers anymore. You may you be use? the drink may be able to be because think about the waste that's generated from stirrers and the yeah. spills and all that kind of stuff. Well, the stirrers you use it for two seconds and toss it. That's true. So okay. there's a guy that's invented something he calls the stirkle. Well, I know this doesn't sound sexy. <laughs> Don't do that. It's a, it's a spinning circle. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Circle. <laughs> you put your drink on it. And it starts your drink. Yeah, and after you put anything in it and you push the button and it spins for a minute, kind of uh, like a little centrifuge, not enough to spill it. It, spills the, it spins the cup. Spins the cup, stirs the drink, mm. boom, you're done. You walk away. No waste, no spill. No, and I mean, that's what he's saying. Right. I don't know how soon it's going to take for this thing to become, become well, popular. Every but. coffee house would have to have them, and then you'd have to wait in line for your drink to be stirred, though. That's my only... Well, unless you've got a lineup you had, of stirs. Yeah, unless you had four or five stirkles. Yeah. Right? Then you would be fine. <laughs> Hang on, I'm waiting on okay. a stirkle. The only yeah. problem is the name. <laughs> Waiting on an open circle. Circle. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I mean, maybe maybe we'll change it, or somebody who funds the project will give it some I, fancy newer name. I and like I would, the idea of eliminating waste. I would have to let the baristas probably do it too, because I don't know that we're all coordinated enough to make sure you get it on the circle right. There would be without some making a mess. There yeah, would be but, some you're, but usually the barista's not doing that for you. You're the one putting your own uh, sugar. Oh, and that's cream right. In, that's see? right. That's right. Yeah. Although, you know what? Mr. Fancy probably, Pants over probably, here. Yeah, probably a good idea, though, Sam. Let the baristas experiment with it first. Leave it to the professionals. Yeah. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Joe. I am binging This Is Us so hard, and I discovered something about Kate that I have in common with her. I'll tell you about it next. I am hitting uh, season two of This Is Us hard and fast, and I'm going How to be at the crockpot scene before you know it. I think I'm three or four episodes into season two. Mm. More in love with Toby than I can explain to you. What a great human being. Yeah. It is so funny to me how <laughs> even if you've never watched the show because of everything that happened... You right know after the Super means. Bowl with the Crock-Pot episode, that's you know what, what everybody that knows. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I do want and to tell you. It's uh, the only thing I know about this show. It's such a great show. Part of me wants to go back and watch it with you, Murphy, but then uh, the other part of me knows that it's going to bring you down to dark places that you don't want to go to. Okay, so... Does it, um, have, any, does it, does it have anything funny? Oh, yeah, oh, Toby. Yeah. It's full of jokes. There okay. is, it, and Kevin's hysterical. I love okay. him. I mean, it's full of jokes. It's just when they... It's hit just... You. They hit you hard. It really... 
goes to the heart. Anyway, yeah. two things you have to know this. I told you that my one of my favorite girl characters is Kate. I love her. Mm-hmm. She was wearing my bracelet on the show the other day. Your Skylar no bracelet? My Skylar bracelet that you bought me that I fell in love with on the show Breaking Bad and you found it for me. She yeah. was wearing the same bracelet. She was. That's was funny, she- Murphy, because I've seen this show too. <laughs> You never saw Couldn't it? Couldn't have put, pulled well, that out of a lineup. I know. What's I funny? noticed jewelry on women. Well, period. I'm, I bet you I would have recognized it. Now, you would have. Is she wearing the double bracelet version, which is what Skylar on Breaking Bad wore? No, she wears one like I do. Okay. Wow. Okay, Jody, you're missing the point of this is us. I didn't miss the point, but I noticed the jewels, baby. Jewelry. Thanks for making this part of your workday. Uh, we invite you later on to come hang out with us after the show. We do that every day, a new episode of the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast, something you only get there. And uh, today, Jody said that she sees something in this presidential photo. Did you see the photo from Barbara Bush's funeral? First of Lady course. Barbara Bush's funeral with, all, with most of the former presidents. And uh, so there's something Jody noticed in the background <laughs> that she wants to see if the rest of us have picked up on.